All right, everybody, welcome back into the Sports Plus podcast. It's been a few weeks, but we're back. we got one more episode here before the end of the year. I'm Corey Miller, here with Five on Your Side Sports, Sports Director Frank Cusimano. First, get to the big news of the day. We're recording this on Tuesday. Cardinals actually made a move. Wong Young Kim coming over from South Korea. Uh, I, I liked his press conference today. I mean, he's no big. He's no Madison Bumgarner. He's no Garrett Cole. <laughs> But he's something, and I think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, and I like the fact that the Cardinals have been looking at him, Corey, since 2009. I like the fact that he has a knockout slider that can throw hard. He can throw slow. Uh, he can touch 96 on the gun. I mean, we're not getting the second coming of Steve Carlton or maybe even Steve Klein, <laughs> but it's better than what we thought we were going to get on this day, which was nothing. So kind of surprising. I like it. And, you know, if you look at the video of him, I encourage all of our listeners to the of this podcast to go look at the video he really is animated he yeah. really is a lot of fun they compared him to a, a left-handed korean carlos martinez uh earlier today that yeah, kind matt of <laughs> slater is the guy who's seen him the most came up with that line it was a good line so mosaic said they're telling him to prepare as if he's going to be a starter but they like the luxury that he could also come out of the pen as well because the starting rotation still is up in the air. We don't know what we're going to get from Carlos, so there is a spot possibly there. Where do you think he'll fit in eventually? Well, I really think that it makes so much sense to make him a starter, and the fact that he won 17 games, uh, pitched in 190 innings, and he's already had his Tommy John surgery, he seems like he'd be perfect for a starting role. I don't like Carlos in that role as much. I mean, but let's face it. Cardinals would not have gotten to the Final Four unless Carlos Martinez was really good as a closer. They don't have a closer yet. Jordan Hicks is not going to be ready to the All-Star break, and who knows how effective he'll be right off the bat. I think they're better off with Carlos um, in the bullpen than as a starter. I may be wrong about that. It could flip-flop. They could just play different roles. So generally good reviews on, on Kim today. Two years, we're hearing about $8 million, So not too big of a gamble for the Cardinals, and it could pay off. But – if this is the only thing this team does this offseason, fans are still going to be really upset. Well, there's no doubt about it. The only solace in it all, Corey, is that the Cubs have done nothing and they still may trade Chris Bryant, which seems incomprehensible to me that you would trade a guy, maybe he's not even in his prime yet, yeah. before he gets to his prime, and then the Brewers have definitely regressed. I'll tell you what, it sounds odd because Marcelo Zuna was never real popular here in St. Louis. But if he signs with the Reds, I mean, are they close to the big three? We had Bob Nightingale on the radio the other day. He says, no, they'd had just too much losing in the past to all of a sudden make that leap. Yeah. But, boy, we know they have pitching. They've added Moustakis. If they add Ozuna, that's an interesting team. Well, over the last couple of weeks here, it seems like the Cardinals, at least they're saying they're not totally out on Ozuna. Do you believe that at all? Is there any chance he's back, or is that ship sailed already? Well, because we, we all thought it was done, yeah. but they're kind of saying they're still hanging around. I would bet against it, but let's just say you could get him two years, 40 million, which is probably what he'll end up with. I don't know if a team will go three years, maybe three years, 45 million. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of worse things than having, yeah. you know, 25 and 90. He likes it slot. here, too. He had a yeah. good, he had a fun two years. He, he just seemed think to think of the alternatives, though. You just don't have any good feel about any yeah. of those guys. Although, I'm wondering if Tyler O'Neill got 550 at-bats if he'd be Randall Gritchick. Yeah, that's not a bad – hey, Randall Gritchick has turned out to be a decent player. Um, let's go to Blues here. 
we just spent two sports casts talking about this. David Perron is on fire, and it, it's just really nice to see from a guy his third stint in St. Louis. He's really breaking out as an offensive uh, a threat for this team, and on a team with like the Blues that doesn't have a guy, they don't have a uh, a McKinnon, they don't have. Uh, uh, McDavid, they don't have a Stamkos right now. Vladimir Tarasenko's hurt. They don't have that one sniper to get things done. Piranha stepped, <clears throat> excuse me, Piranha stepped up, and I really don't know where they would be without him providing the kind of offense he has. He really has been, you know, I think their best player from start to finish this season. And I think that I've never seen an athlete smile so big after a goal as he did in his first one last night because he knew it was spoon-fed yeah. by Ryan O'Reilly. If Nobody appreciates Ryan O'Reilly. Not even his wife appreciates Ryan O'Reilly <laughs> as much as David Perron. And I think uh, it was Darren Pang who called it Magic Johnson-esque. I mean, he's doing for David Perron what Stockton did for Malone, what Nash did for Stoudemire, you know, what Magic did for Worthy and Kareem. He, he's just Their chemistry is, uh, is off the charts. And you've talked about this in your sports cast. I wrote about this a few days ago. I think he's going to get his first All-Star nomination after a ton of years in the league. He, he's definitely a deserving candidate. To do it here in St. Louis, that'd be pretty special. It really would be. And I think, you know, the fascinating thing is how many do you take? I think one host city got to do four. Normally you do three. Yeah, I don't think so they'll get more than three. Binning, Binnington, Petrangelo, yeah. and likely Perron. But I will say this. Um, if you could go for, and if Ryan O'Reilly had a final hot two or three weeks, you'd certainly like to put the blood and guts and the Conn yes. Smythe Award winner in the All-Star game in your hometown. I think the NHL would like that, too. They've been using O'Reilly for quite a bit of promotional things and, and stuff like that over the last few months, but I think the Blues get three guys for sure. All right, let's go on. This is our first podcast, really, since Mizzou found their new head football coach, Eliad Drinkwitz. You and I were both pretty impressed uh, from his initial press conference. Initial reviews looking pretty good. He said all the right things. This seems like they might have found this young guy who could who could be really exciting going forward, and they, they've locked him up. Well, I tell you, Corey, I know that um, let's see, what sports executive said something about, oh, who cares if you win the press conference? Yeah. you got to be worried about winning the press conference, and people always like, you know, kind of like downplay it. But he won the press conference. And I think that a lot of times, like, life is about, like, compensation. Like, let's just say in basketball, if you're not really athletic, you better be an unbelievable shooter. And in football coaching, if you don't look like you're out of central casting and you didn't play, will you compensate by being an unbelievable talker and communicator, yeah. which he is? Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. I mean, I hope his offense – is as creative and as impressive as his press conference, which I think it will be because you look at the numbers, almost 40 points well, a game. here's what I think we can take away from the press conference, and I think you mentioned this on air right afterwards, and you just said it. He's a good talker, and I think that's going to be big in recruiting, and it already has been. He's gotten a few guys to stay with Mizzou after the coaching change, so I think he's going to be really good in recruiting going forward. He seems to connect with the kids pretty well so far. And Mizzou's investing in him. This is a huge hire for Jim Sterk. Uh, I mean, the the spotlight is on him now. This is who he wanted. That's who he's got. And it's all going to come back on Sterk if it doesn't work out. You're right. There's a lot of jobs at stake with this hire. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, you know, the Conzo Martin hire is still 
one that I think people are still wondering about, although Conzo's a really good man, has a good resume, and I hope he can turn it around, but that's a Jim Stark hire. This is a Jim Stark hire. Athletic directors basically do three things. They hire the football coach, they hire the basketball coach, and they raise money. Last thing here, what's your bragging rights prediction on Saturday? Well, I'd love to say like 73, 72, like a Mizzou. It's always pretty close, though. It is, even when there's like seemingly mismatched teams. I do think that Illinois is really good. I think they got a big three, you know, with Kofi Coburn and um, Lashanis Vili and Ayudusumu, and you know, Frazier's good. I, and I like the way. I mean, look, they should have beat the third-ranked team in the country. They did beat the fifth-ranked team in the country. Maybe though, this is a game where you know. The, here's my way, Mizzou. The way Mizzou wins this game, if on this big stage. Jeremiah Tillman steps up, and he'll be so fired up. Illinois will be booing him every time he touches it. And he has a game that can, you know, have professional scouts. Boy, he did that to Coburn. This is a big moment for him because he's off to a rough start in his junior year. But I know he's athletic, and I know he's talented. Should be a good one. It always is, at least intriguing. Maybe Mizzou can win the uh, Statue of Liberty yeah. Competition with the tree. I love that. Isn't that great? It is fun. It's cool. Oh. It's impressive. Yeah, it's always the big guy with the little girl. Yep. The cheerleader that wins. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us on this abbreviated edition of the Sports Plus podcast. We're going to take another hiatus here for a bit. Got a lot of vacations going on in the sports office, but don't worry. We'll be back in 2020 with new episodes in early January. <laughs>